0: Good evening everybody, we are here, the final Q&A of this month, 91 Q&A, session 91, and tomorrow is the final day of this month, thank God we have five Sundays, Hallelujah. we need to gather even more as the days come to an end, so that the Lord's coming gets closer, so this evening we have the joy of being with you, all the online audience. And we thank you for the questions. You've got too many questions, actually, tons, around 23 questions. I guess we'll be able to handle five or six or seven maximum, but we got questions piled up. But we thank you for all the questions you send. So this evening, before we begin, we'd ask the Lord to help us because he said without him we can do nothing. And it is true, especially in the kingdom of God, it's impossible
1: to do anything without him. Sebastian so video. would you lead us in prayer? <clears throat> Father, we just want to pray once again, O oh Lord, that you would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Father, even as we, Lord, uh, go through this entire session, Father, that, Lord, you would grant us the wisdom, and, Lord, the anointing, to be able to look at these questions, and, Lord, that you would answer these questions, Lord, and also answer the questioner, O oh Lord Jesus. Father, that you would make every answer relevant to all of us, through whatever situation that we are going through oh Lord Father. We thank you Father for this time once again. We pray the blood of Jesus over ourselves and then over all of us here in, in this in this place and all of those who are joined together with us and online and those who will watch us over the coming days. I pray Father that Lord that you would bless this session and Lord multiply it to oh Lord Jesus and Lord you Father, you would Lord Father take over oh Lord Jesus. Thank you once again for all these days that you have given to us. Every opportunity that you have given to us oh Lord Father. We thank you. We pray you. Once again, let's come with this entire session into your hands. Be with us and guide us. We praise you. We worship you. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Pastor, we'll start with question number one today. Uh, this has uh, been there for a while. Okay. <clears throat> uh, various scriptures, uh, beginning from Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19, Philippians 3:12, and Luke's Gospel, chapter 9, and verse 62, through which God says, not to dwell on the past, not to look back. If someone is not completely healed of the wounds and the trauma of the past, can they still put the past behind and look forward? Or rather, or how do they put their past behind and look forward? Obviously, you have
0: to look at two parts of it. okay. One is uh, whether you're healed or not, you still have to look forward, because time doesn't wait for you. Hmm. If your future is not on a hold. I mean, whether you like it or not, tomorrow will be Sunday, <laughs> and it will come, <laughs> and you have to face it tomorrow, mm. and day after tomorrow, another month begins. Okay, so you have to, everybody, whether they have been healed of their past or not, is facing their tomorrow. Only thing is that if you're healed of your past, you are able to face it better, mm. better. That's the whole thing. So first, let's coming to the healing part of it. Luke chapter 4 and verse 18, okay, Jesus first, first remember, he is the healer. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, okay. Remember, in the gospel, the gospel Paul says is why are we not ashamed of the gospel? The reason we are not ashamed of the gospel is because it's the power of God. Amen. Mm. Okay, is anybody sitting here ashamed of electricity? No, nobody's ashamed of it. I mean, no. I mean, we we like it. We We're love proud it. Of it. We're proud of it. <laughs> know? And uh, you no, know, the transition and how we have changed in different kinds of uh, uh, what you call this. Uh, Filaments and all kinds. Now everybody is into LED, Mm -hmm. you know. And we, we are very. I mean, we we love we like it. Okay, so if you look at it, it's much more. We are not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God unto salvation. Salvation in God's sight is total. It is complete. We can be completely saved of every effect of sin. Okay, and that's with which Jesus came. He preached the gospel and he said, the spirit of the Lord has anointed me for what? To heal. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted. So the first thing you need to realize is it doesn't matter what you have gone through. There is healing. Hmm. There is healing available where yes. you can, you can be healed completely. Nothing. If you put anything that you cannot come out of it, that means the gospel is not. Complete hmm. that whatever you went through is too big for God to handle. So never look at anything in your life, whatever happened in the past, what others did to you, or you did to others. It does not matter. There is nothing in life which God cannot. The the the, the cross did not handle. The price was paid on the cross. So when Jesus said it is finished, it was paid in full. full. Okay, that's what it matters. It's trade. Paid in full. Mm. Now, the practical application of this: how does it work? He mm. turned to the Gospel of. We know very familiar verses, but we go to Matthew and uh, chapter six and verse twelve and verse fourteen. Forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. Mm. Verse fourteen. He repeats this. If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. And verse 15. But. If you do not. If you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Now we know. One of the reasons, which is not to make anybody feel guilty. One of the reasons people are not healed of their past is, uh, they are victims, genuine victims. But they, They refuse to forgive the people who did evil to them. Mm. Okay. And therefore they themselves block God's healing from coming into our lives. The Bible says if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Now why would God be so? He says it's because all have sinned. Okay, and I gave you mercy, free mercy for your mercy, which was free for you, you have to look at what your my son had to go through. We hmm. look at that, God says, and I forgave you. I forgave you of what you did to my son. I forgave you. Why did my son have to go through because man sinned, okay, so in that that is all the parables of Jesus talking about that servant. Whose master forgive him, let us say of a million dollars and then he puts his servant who owed him hundred dollars and put him in prison. okay so forgive unforgiveness traps you unforgiveness traps you. it stops you from being healed from the wounds of the past. The healing power of God is restricted by by you yourself. and one of the major reasons of people not being healed, one of the major reasons is, uh unforgiveness. Second thing is victim mentality. You have to change the way you think. Change the way you think. Mm. You have one see, you go to Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. These are scriptures, fundamental scriptures have okay. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ is a new creation. All things are passed, you have to believe Mm -hmm. I'm not the old person. I am not the old person. You have one of the most powerful people you see. Two people and both are women. Okay. Both are women. One you see in John chapter 20. Hmm? Okay. Verse one. the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Just giving that one verse. We know the whole story. She's the first one to see the resurrected Jesus. But the question is, who is she? Mm. She's somebody who was totally demon possessed. Seven demons. Seven demons. Okay. If somebody has to be a victim, she's a victim. Mm. But she's not a victim here. She's not a victim here. You know why? For Christ set her free. Mm. And she received her freedom. Go back to the same gospel and John chapter 4. Another person. Verse 28 and 29. The woman then left her water pot, went her way into the city and said to the men, come, yeah, 29, come and see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Look at this. Somebody who's been healed, who's been set free. I mean, who'd want to talk about your past? Mm. He's talking about a past. Mm -hmm. He's got a very unsavory past unsavory past and she's not ashamed of her past at all okay this is what the liberty of the gospel what christ actually does in us one with forgiveness he takes your shame away and he takes your condemnation away that's what the bible says there is no condemnation for those who are in christ there is no shame and he heals you of your wounds Mm. heals you of your wounds then we look to the the major figure over there go to the Um, The sorry, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13 Uh and 14 3, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forward to those things which are ahead, okay, now there are two sides of it. One, he's talking about how much he has achieved. Mm. He's not going to be complacent about his walk with God. The other side is if you look into this man's past. past. Yep. Mm. This man's past, especially connected with the church, not with the world. With the world, he's blameless. With the church, he's a murderer. But Christ set him free. Christ chosen. Christ sent him. And he's not going to allow that to stand in his way. Mm -hmm. When he starts his ministry, everybody first says, is this man who persecuted Mm -hmm. us? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay, that's his testimony. But he doesn't let that stop him. Doesn't let that Mm -hmm. stop him. Okay? So if you want to look at people and their past, okay, and how God radically healed them, the Samaritan woman, Mary Magdalene, and Apostle Paul. Okay, Apostle Paul. So these are the things you need to realize. You need to look at is that one: we have to believe that you're a new creation. You have to really, really believe you're a new creation. The old things have passed away, and it is true every time we repent and ask for the mercy of God. When the again go to that, one John. Okay, when we do what God says. Okay,
1: God will do miracles. Okay, yeah.
0: And verse seven.
1: One, one, seven. one John, one, seven. Yeah.
0: Seven and nine. We'll put nine first and then seven. Okay. They, actually that should be the practical order. Theological order is one thing. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from
2: all unrighteousness.
0: Mm-hmm. When God says all, it is all.
1: <laughs> Amen.
0: It is all. Nothing is left. Things left. The funny part is that all the people who have holding all to this and not moving forward when rapture takes place and when they reach heaven they'll be so shocked. There was nothing there. Uh. There's no record there. <laughs> it's all gone. Nothing is there. <laughs> okay. Nothing is there.
2: Okay.
0: Absolutely nothing. It's a clean slate. God says he got deceived. The number one, let me tell you, the number one deception of the enemy is condemnation. Yes. The number one deception of the enemy with the people of God is condemnation. People live under condemnation. Once you live under condemnation, you know, it's like trying to run a race with a sack full of stones on your back. They're not able to go forward because condemnation has got to do with your past. Something, the things you did in the past. It should never define you because God says it is not there. It's not there. That is why the danger of going back to the law. You ran so well. Who hindered you? You know who hindered you? The law. The law only brings condemnation. That's the job of the law. The law, the job of the law is to bring condemnation. What does the public prosecutor do? He condemns you. Before every judge, session judge, higher judge, high court, he only condemns you. He has nothing good to say about you. That's the job of the law. And God says, don't ever go back to the law. Because it will hinder you. You will never be able to walk with God. Walk in grace. Walk in truth. Okay, that's the difference. So when going back to that question, if we have the question over there, Remember, believe scripture, okay? You can be healed completely. You can be healed. He's able to serve to the uttermost. Uttermost, One of the things you need to do, practical things you need to do is that you cannot be wounded or hurt other than by people, okay? Other than by people. If it's an animal who wounds you, you only have a phobia, Mm -hmm. like my wife. Hates dogs because when she was a child, a dog bit her and took a chunk of her leg. That's why she hates dogs. You need to understand. She's not. It's got to do something with the past. Okay, something with past. So you don't uh, um, carry unforgiveness towards dogs. It's phobia, animals, this thing. But with people, it is unforgiveness. It is unforgiveness. I can never forget what that person did to me. Okay, you should be able to forget. And how do you forget? Every time it comes into your mind, you have to open up your mouth and consciously say, I choose to forgive. It's an act of will. It's got nothing to do with your feelings. Forgiveness is an act of will. Why? based on what Christ has done for us on the cross. Because the first statement he made on the cross, his father forgave them. It's an act of will. They don't know what they are doing, and which is true. The ones who hurt you also probably did not know what they were doing. Not doing. Okay? Okay? So it's an act of will. And the more you do that, that's a step one. Step two, the ones who hurt you very badly, God says, bless them. Don't curse them. them. Bless them. Bless them. When you do that, you know what is happening? The balm of Gilead is flowing into your soul. And before you know, you'll realize you're healed. Your memories have been healed. When you think about that person, you don't feel bad. You're not angry. You're not upset. Those memories, the devil has no access into your mind because it's gone. It is gone. It is done. Okay, That's the key. And you'll realize you're healed very fast. If you follow scripture, scripture is medicine. Mm. If you follow scripture, it will heal your soul. And it will bring health to your body too, because much of sickness's root cause is in the spirit. One of the reasons God says, forgive is for our own benefit. Okay. Unforgiveness is one of the cause, condemnation, unforgiveness, anger. These are one of the major causes of diseases. Yeah. And you do think, he says, he can live long, primarily disease-free. Okay, You don't have to worry about it. Your immunity is very strong because you are immune to the devil. Amen.
2: <laughs>
0: Hallelujah. <laughs> to his ways, methods, thoughts, you are immune to him. That way your body also will function better. Hallelujah.
1: Yes. Oh, sir, one, yeah. one corollary to that could be uh, is um, there is definitely, uh, trauma <coughs> is one thing what people have done. okay, mm. And regret is what you haven't done. I mean, what you could have okay. done and you haven't done. Mm. Now, um, there's a lot of people who live with regret. I mean, I should have done this, 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 and I didn't do it. And uh, obviously, that is definitely it is under the blood too. Mm-hmm. But uh, you will see that um, Apostle Paul also, when he has his testimony, he says, I was a person who persecuted the church. Mm-hmm. And that kind of also spurs him onto uh, loving God and doing. Mm-hmm. So how do you balance uh, a regret? I mean, I mean, of course, you don't feel regret, but then you look at the failures of the past and then you use that to... The thing is that that's where God comes in. Okay, that's where God comes in. And
0: he says, you know, but okay, you have regret about your past. You cannot change anything about it, but you can change your future. So it's not how you started that matters. It's how you finish that matters. Hmm. In the Bible, the only thing that matters is ultimately how you finish. Your start, your middle is not what matters. Ultimately how you finish matters. So the question is that at the point of time when you come and you realize you're not going to live with regrets, you are going to go back to God, put it all away and you're going to sprint. Jacob sprints well, he finishes mm, well. Mm. He finishes well. Paul finishes well. Mm. His finish is excellent. Paul's finish is excellent. Jacob's Paul is somebody who goofed up. Mm. Okay, goofed up. Okay. Moses' regret is that he could not enter into the, the promised land. Time, yes. But he finished well. Amen. Yes. He finished well. God walked with him to his grave. Mm. Okay. God had no other issues with him, only that you did not honor me in friend of the people. Okay. So these are people who finished well. So how you deal with regret is that you cannot. Regret can lead you to this Dis- despair. 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 Yes, you cannot yes. go into despair. Yes, yes. Okay, you cannot go into despair. You rise up and you fight again. You live to fight another day. Hmm. And, and God is the God who will give it back. Okay, he says, I will give you back the years the locusts have eaten. Those years of failure, regret.
2: Hmm.
0: You know, you look at David, how he finished. He finished very well. If the transition was so good, inspired. I mean, you have to look at the transition from one king to another, another. looking at the problems he's facing. Amen. Yes. Mm. You don't, that's why God doesn't judge everybody the same yeah. way, because our situations are different.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If you look at the problem this man is handling, okay, mm. self-created problem, but it's still a problem. But the transition, he does it and he keeps his word and keeps God's will in the matter and everything is calm. Everything is come and he's prepared the biggest agenda of the age, the building of the temple. Sure. God it, everybody got the plans, got the material. All the son has to do is execute it. Mm. Everything is done and he goes to bed, goes to sleep <laughs> in peace. Yeah, God, he fulfilled. Okay. So that's what matters. Otherwise you will live in regret. Mm. You will live in regret. There's no regret with the kingdom of yes. God because God will always use you. If you turn around and commit yourself, God will use you. Yes. He will use you. You can finish your race well. Because ultimately, Rome, but it's the Father who is running along with Amen. you. Amen. Hallelujah.
1: Yes. Pastor, yes. uh, so this is, uh, there are several questions related to unbelievers mm. and how to, uh, how to uh, witness to them, etc. Mm. This is question number 12 onwards. Uh, let us look at a few questions from there. Uh, This is Romans chapter 8, verses 29 to 30. It says, For those God foreknew, He also predestined them to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those He predestined, He also called. Those He called, He also justified. And those He justified, He also glorified. Does this mean that those who loved and chose beforehand will be the ones who will be saved, and the rest is subjective? Question mark. And in families where there is a strong adoration and firm faith of idol and guru-worship, who don't wish to leave any of those, and the belief of all gods are one, blinds the, their eyes and places them in a bondage of denial. For example, in my family, my siblings and their spouses are in their mid and late 50s, and as they grow older, they are becoming more deeper in their own faith. How does that verse, uh, uh, that is which about, uh, above apply to, uh, to this scenario? Okay, this is what they call the
0: doctrine of predestination. Okay, Hmm. when you go back to that, this thing, okay, for God, for those God foreknew, he also predestined. And that is something which God cannot escape, foreknowing, he knows everything. He knows everything, it's nothing, he does not know. So God knows everyone who will be saved and everyone who will not be saved. So we have to reconcile predestination with free will. Mm. And only God can do it. Don't even try it. God knows everyone who will be saved. And everyone who is saved chose. Mm. They chose. They chose. Mm -hmm. Okay, They chose. So that's where you need to understand. At the end of the day, remember, you know what? Uh, we have only a certain uh, amount of choices we can make in life, okay. And God is absolutely fair and par- impartial. Like you will see, one person with the same set of circumstances denying Christ, another person the same yes. set of this thing uh, receiving Christ. Yes, yes. So you will see God is fair in mm-hmm. e- eternity. You will see, like when Moses says in Deuteronomy that all your ways are right, yep. perfect, okay, justice. He's saying, you know You're right. You're absolutely right.
2: Okay,
0: you're right in bringing your people out, and then destroying them in the desert. You're right. Okay. Didn't God do all these things? Oh, God knew all these things. But He has seen the end from the beginning. So when you go back to that family over there, okay, family or families over there, these are there, okay. But one of the thing is that any of them can break away from their idol and walk away tomorrow. Any of them can. They choose not to. They choose not to. Now, let's go to Romans chapter 1 and Uh verse 19 onwards. Because because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are, are made, made, even his eternal power <laughs> and Godhead, so they are without excuse. So one thing God says, you say, you, you don't see God, but you can understand something about God by creation. About creation. Okay, it's, 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 it's very logical. Very logical, okay. When, I mean simple, simple things, you know, people talk about laws of nature. There are no laws of nature. It's not logical. Okay. Think about logically. Think logically. Are there any laws in a country without lawmakers behind it? No. No. Think about it. Longer. You cannot have a law without a lawmaker behind it. Yes. Okay, so when you talk about loss of nature, it is foolishness. It's not loss of nature. It is God's ordained laws. Everything in creation works according to certain laws established by a person. By a person, there is a lawgiver behind it. So God says, "Look at the sun, simple man, simple man." He looks at the sun. Let's forget science. Simple man, mm-hmm. illiterate man, looks at the sun. He gets it in the morning. He worships the sun. The sun goes down. Doesn't respond to his worship. Does nothing. Goes down. Next day. I mean, never in his entire life has a sun stood still. The sun itself is a slave to the law established.
2: Mm. Okay?
0: So look at all these. So behind it, that's what God is saying. You look at it. You must be... Something must be wrong with you if you're worshipping these creator things. Okay, You're worshipping these creator things. There must be something wrong with you. I do you know. So behind that, and they create a story behind it and all these things go over and they start worshipping it. Now look at that, come there yeah, without excuse, come further down. Verse 21. Because although they knew God, mm-hmm. they did not glorify him as, as God. God.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nor were they thankful. Two things. One, They did not glorify God. Two, they were not grateful. But became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they actually became fools. Meaning, if you look at religion, behind the religious, this thing behind every one of these gods, oh, so much wisdom is there. But they are fools. God said they are fools. The number of volumes written about each of these gods in pagan literature What a waste of time, energy, foolish people. And then look at it, how the degradation comes. (laughs) Change the glory of the incorruptible God into an image. Okay? Now you need to realize there is a natural breakdown. Okay? When you fall, nobody falls up you fall down. So when there is a falling away, how does it happen? First, the image of a corruptible man. Mm. Second, birds. Third, four-footed animals. Fourth, creeping things. That is how it goes. First, the image of man. Then you go to the image of birds. And then four-footed. Finally, end up worshipping snakes and all those stuff. It goes down. It's a, while there is a spiritually they are going down, there is a corresponding falling down in their behavior yeah. also. What happens? God gave them up to uncleanness oh. in the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves. So you will see in all these pagan religions, Greek or Roman, let's use Greek and Roman for safety' sake. Or Babylonian or Egyptian temples, all became places of sexual immorality, prostitution, homosexuality, lesbianism. All these practices over there. Okay, you need to realize. You know how it happened. It happened when you changed the glory of the incorruptible God. It happens over there. Just because you do not practice it, it does not mean that is not the practice. Yes, yes, yes. It is not the practice. When did all these things were banned? When Christianity came Yes, out. yes. Christianity was a major force. Not Judaism. Judaism was not a proselytizing religion. Mm, yeah, yeah. Christianity was the major reforming force around the world. When Christianity came in, it's started banning these things it started getting into the system of the law even the law of this land if you look at the ethos is so much is Christians. Yes, it's christian okay otherwise you ask this question why do you ban uh, child marriage why did you ban why is it still banned why is that even if you report now a 15 year old girl is getting married the police will come why would you go? why would you do that What's there in your religion that stops a fifteen year old girl from marrying? Nothing. Why did you stop it? The influence of Christianity. Okay. Child abuse. What stops your religion from stopping child abuse? Nothing. Okay? You need to realize the influence of Christianity It was very powerful. Judeo-Christianity influence was very, very powerful. And therefore, these things have been banned. And when that influence starts waning, those things starts coming back. Homosexuality is legalized. Uh-huh. You know, gay marriage is legalized. Next you will see. You know what they will do? Just wait. They will bring down the age of consensual sex bring it down, bring it down. Like voting age, they will bring it down, bring it down. They will say, no, no, um, kids are maturing very early now. They know much better. They will bring it down. They will Because this is what it was in the Roman and Greek age and all. It was there. nobody even bothered about child sex and all. It was all common. Nothing bothered. They will bring it down. They will bring it down. So when this influence moves out, basically the spirit of God moving out because the church is also losing its influence, okay, losing its influence, what happens? You will see a change in laws too. <clears throat> okay, so that's basically what happens. Okay, just because there are some people who are righteous in a particular religion, that does not mean that, that religion brings righteousness. Yes. Yeah. It does not. Mm. It does not. Because righteousness cannot come by the law. Ultimately, you'll go into idolatry. Where your religion check? Yeah, Islam has no idols, but Islam itself is Islam, an idol. Yes, Islam itself is an idol. Most powerful idol in Islam is Islam. Is the religion that will do anything in the name of religion. Okay, so you need to realize idolatry is very powerful. It's very very powerful. You will create an idol. Where there is no idol, you will create communism with an idol. The state, is hmm. the state is God. The state is God. The state is worshipped in communism. The state is worshipped. It is, it is like, uh, who said I forgot? It's impossible for man not to worship because man was created to worship. You yeah. will worship. Augustine. Yeah. Man will worship mm-hmm. because he was created to worship. So if he does not worship his creator, mm-hmm. he will create, create an something idol,
1: and an worship. Idol, it.
0: Yeah. Worship. It is an American idol or an Indian idol. He will worship it.
1: He will worship. Okay. Yes, Pastor Vijay. Pastor, there's another question. I think on similar lines. This is question number 13. For those. So, who by
0: the way, for those people who wrote it, keep praying. Keep praying. You never know. Can we an encounter that it can happen? What ways God will encounter yeah, Our job is to pray. Yeah. Never say that, oh, that one is not predestined to be saved. No. <laughs> that's that's why right. God has never told us anybody who is saved <laughs> and who, because then we will sit and say, okay, that one, that one, that one, that's all. That's all. Okay. Right. Okay. You should be like a politician <laughs> sitting votes. Go to everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
0: You never know who will vote for you. Hallelujah you never know who will believe who mm-hmm. will the most unlikely person you no know, sometimes just
1: believes yes sorry, that's again question number thirteen is a is a continuation if I'm right for this for those who have uh, never heard about christ thirteen question number thirteen uh dr Richard. yeah for those who have never heard about christ example tribals or native crowd living in inaccessible zones, how are they judged after deaths? Is it by their conscience?
0: Okay, the question to answer to that is that uh, the secret things belong to mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. That is Deuteronomy 29, 29. 29, 29, 29. 29, Okay, the secret things. Okay, Romans twenty nine. Don't worry about things 29, 29. which are too big for us. Okay, be like, uh, be like uh, David. Okay, I will give you to that, that verse also. The secret things belong to the Lord, our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Okay, the simple thing is, the secret things belong to God. So we don't know, God hasn't told us everything. Then the simple thing is that when it comes to things which are too big for us, I think it's Psalm 131. Yeah, 131. Okay. i do not concern with the Yeah, info. yeah, 131.
2: Yes.
0: Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor my eyes lofty, neither do I concern myself with great matters, nor with things too profound for me. Okay? But these things are too profound for us. Honestly, what, what can we do? We can do what God has said. Mm. What is that? Go to the ends of the okay. earth and mm. preach the gospel. And missionaries have gone in. Mm. They have traversed every kind of hostile terrain and people to take the gospel in. Mm. And hats off to them. They have done it and they are still doing it. Mm. Translating. You know, there are like I said, no, there are a lot of people whom you don't even see in the mission field. They are closeted in their rooms and translating the Bible in the languages. Maybe 500 people speak their language. But they have been called by God to learn their language, make a script for their language, write it, so that another missionary can go to their tribe, teach them their own language. Our own language was taught to us by many others who made the script mm-hmm. and taught us. Why? To translate the Bible into it and give it to them. After their 50 years effort, if one person is saved, it is worth more than the entire wealth ever, of the world. Because your perspective is that of hmm. God. Yes. So we have to do what we have to do. and God will do what God has to do. And then when it comes to judgment, of course, the Bible talks about it. Turn with me to Romans chapter 2.
1: 14 and 15. Okay.
0: Romans chapter 2. Verse 12, onwards, okay? As many have sinned without the law will also perish without the law. As many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. Okay? So you can sin without the law. You can sin within the law. Okay? God told Israel, thou shall not kill. Hmm. Is it a sin? Yes. A Gentile kills a Gentile. He doesn't have that law. But is it still, still sin? Yes, still Okay, but what happens? For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. Now come, you'll see. For when the Gentiles, who do not have the law by nature, do the things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves. What does it mean? What nature are you talking about? The nature of God in them when they ate from the, he was first, they were made in the image Church of God. God, they fell, but the image is still there. Yeah. Second, when Adam ate from the tree of good and evil, no, good, and good and evil, evil mm. okay, mm. that is still there in mm. them. Yes. So they have something which is called, a conscience may be a warped, but the conscience is still there. Conscience is still there. And you know what? Although not having the codified law like the mosaic law, yes. They are a law to themselves. Now you go into any culture, any culture, any culture, doesn't matter whether they haven't heard the gospel at all. You go to the culture, you will find that stealing is wrong. (laughs) You will never find a culture in the world where stealing is celebrated. even in the American Indian tribes. If you steal from your own tribe, it's a crime. But if you steal from another tribe, their hearts and bring, you are a champion, but not from your tribe. Mm-hmm. Okay. If a king with his soldiers go to war mm. and kill the soul people and steal their wives and bring over here, it is okay. But if you kill your own people and steal their wives, you are a criminal. Mm -hmm. so there is there is this thing there (laughs) there is in their mind there is and God says you know what although not having the law are a law to themselves Mm -hmm. verse 15 who show the work of the law written in their hearts their conscience also bearing witness and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them them. so there is a law that is the law, telling them what to do, what is right, what is wrong. I do not know what their judgment will be. That's not none of my business. That is God's business. I don't want to sit in His chair. <laughs> it's too big and too hot. Let Him handle it. But how, our job is to reach the gospel. But ultimately, everybody will be judged. Everybody, and the judgment will be absolutely righteous. It's absolutely righteous. Okay, absolutely righteous. Because the easiest way is what God has shown. Come through my son. Mm. You want you to you want the Lord to judge you? Do you want your conscience to judge you? Wow. Both will condemn you. <laughs> Both will condemn you. Do you want your conscience to judge you? I don't want my conscience to judge me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, <man. laughs>
0: I don't want the law to judge me. I just want a free pass through Christ.
1: <laughs> Hallelujah.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You don't even want your conscience to judge you. Okay, so that's what the Bible is talking about. Okay, so what is the simplest thing God says? It's the gospel, go. And don't worry about them. I'll handle them. Hmm. I'll handle them. Hallelujah. When the time comes, I will, I will buy their conscience, yes.
1: How will they be judged? By the and plan. the Bible says, by their conscience. The conscience is yeah. going to excuse them or accuse, yeah, it will either actually accuse it's, them. Actually, it's going to be again on that day. 16th also is very nice. 16th, mm, 16, 16, yeah. 24, 16. In the day. In the day when yeah. God
0: will yes. judge the secrets yes. of men by Jesus Christ Echoing according to, my to gospel, Even they will be judged by Jesus.
1: <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Cutting to my gospel.
0: <laughs> what a man to make the gospel his own. Nah? My gospel.
1: <laughs> my gospel. Too much
0: it is. So <laughs> <Too> much. <laughs> so if anybody had regrets about the past and overcame it, it is this man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amazing. Hmm. From the law to my gospel.
1: Hmm.
0: In that day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ. He will judge. No, because the secret is of a conscience. You cannot escape your conscience. Hmm. Cannot escape your... Though religion offers you many kind of ways out, like Catholicism
1: <laughs> offers you purgatory <laughs> to clean your conscience out. There is no purgatory. Pastor, I think uh, this is just came uh, right now. Uh, a similar question based on the same lines mm-hmm. practical as to how to uh, witness. We have relatives or friends who are not believers. Okay. Sometimes they invite us to some of their ceremonies Where they worship their gods. Mm. How do we handle the situation? Mm. Sometimes it's unavoidable. Sometimes pressure from somebody in authority, like husband Mm. or wife or parents, for a child. So how do we handle these situations?
0: When you have to be wise,
1: okay,
0: you have to be very, very wise. Okay, let me let me go give you scripture. Okay, let me give Good first Peter chapter three verse fifteen. The principle behind it in Second Timothy two twenty four to twenty six three fifteen. Sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear Mm. so whenever you deal with these kind of if you can send the question to uh, sammy he may be able to put it up so that the world can because they may not have heard it properly okay first thing is that whenever you're dealing with unpleasant situations like that be meek don't be hostile be meek because we live around I i guess you also we live around people who don't believe in what we believe? Okay. So first thing is meekness. Meekness is important. And the fear of God. Because what is that we want to? We want to win them over to Christ. Mm. Okay. When Jesus came, he came in meekness. It's his meekness that wins us over, not his hostility. Mm. Then you go to Second Timothy. Yeah. Which did I give you? Yeah. Second Timothy chapter 2, 24 to 26. Okay. 24. A servant of the Lord, we are all servants of the Lord. Mm. It's a specific of call, us called to full time, but all of us mm. are, Must not quarrel. Mm. But be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility correcting those who are in opposition. If God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth. Mm. Okay so i think i gave you 26 also oh, yeah, 26 okay that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil having been taken captive by him to do yes, his will. okay so you have to do it very very wisely gently with meekness okay now if it is in your own family what will you do okay you will you have to tell them no uh, uncle or auntie I just want you to read this for me. Take them to Exodus 20 and get them to read the first couple of commands. And you say, I believe in this. What do you want me to do? Put the honors on them. What do you want me to do? This is what I believe. If you were in my place, would you do this? They will look at it and they will say, do it very meekly. They will say, you know what, I won't do it. I'll leave it. I won't do it i understand no i'm not disrespecting you i'm honoring my god i'm not disrespecting you i'm honoring my god I, I, no that's that's what let, let's look at that hmm. meekness part of it go to daniel chapter one chapter one
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah words eight and nine. Eight onwards. Daniel purposed in his heart he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested. He requested. Okay. Meek. Of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Verse nine. God worked. God brought Daniel into the favor and the goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. Mm. Verse ten.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Keep going. Yeah. The chief, the eunuch, said to Daniel, I fear my lord, the king, who has appointed your food and drink. For why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? Then you would endanger my head before the king. Why are you putting me into this trouble, <laughs> yar?" Okay, look at what Daniel said. Daniel said to the steward whom the chief had said, says, please test your servants for 10 days. Let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Okay. Let our ex- appearance be examined before you and the appearance of the young men who eat the portions of the king's delicacies as you see fit so that you deal with your servant. So he consented with them in this matter, tested them for 10 days. And at the end of 10 days, their features appeared better and fatter in the flesh than all the young men. You know what? He's so meek and he's so kind and he's so gentle. He says, you know what? I don't want to put your life into. Okay. Let us
2: be within us, this quiet.
0: Okay. 10 days you test it out. See, I believe in my God. My God is real. After 10 days, if you look worse than the others, I will eat. But if there is no problem with us, then help us. Just continue with this diet. Okay. Continue with this diet. Yeah. That is where meekness comes. Hallelujah. Mm.
2: That is where meekness mm.
0: comes. Okay. And that's what all God is saying. We have people all over. We don't, we don't. You see, we have neighbors all around us. We have neighbors. And our neighbors are all non-Christians, except for one family, which is Catholic, non-Christians. And every Christmas, they wait for the hamper, which my wife will give. But when the festivals come, they know we don't eat. And we are very gentle about it. They know we don't take it. They say, we know, we know you don't.
2: And we are okay with it.
0: Okay. We know. That. We don't have to be what you call obnoxious. We mm. don't have to be about our faith. Because our God is a meek God. He doesn't scowl like idols. He's a very meek God. So that meekness we need to be able to. So the Bible says, when you're giving people a reason for what you believe, your hope, what you believe, basically what you believe, what do you need to do? Do it with meekness and with fear. Why? You don't want to lose a soul. You don't want to lose a soul with because of your offense. You don't want to lose a soul. Because I worked in a situation like that, where everything is religious. Religion is built into the system. Mm. And when you go to the college from morning onwards, when the prayer begins in the assembly onwards, every function, it is a religious function. Anything that is God, there is a function, it is religious. So while they are chanting their mantra, I pray in tongues. Everything is religion. Whatever is part of their religion, this I do not partake. But I'm in the system. Daniel is in the system. Joseph is in the system. You know? Okay. And thereby but you don't have to be obnoxious about it. You have to have firm convictions. But you need to be very, very meek about it. Did we have? Yeah. And sometimes pressure from somebody, not thought like a husband or a wife or parents for a child. How do we handle the situation is that one of the things which I always tell people is that you have a choice. Okay. Let you, what you do is that, let us say a wedding. Wedding has two parts. One is the wedding. The other is the reception. And if it's unavoidable, go for the reception. Go for the reception. I will tell you the, 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 the real life experience of one of my close brothers, not spiritual brothers, friends, who was in the army. In the army, you need to realize you escape nothing. It is Sarva Dharma. Okay, you have to. And he is very senior officer, commandant. Commandant cannot escape. Tewali is coming. Puja is coming. He has to go. Every time he goes to God and he asks, Lord, you know, this is what I have to do. You know, I don't want to do it. And I don't want to lie. Tomorrow, make me ill. And he would be running a high fever that day. His two icy goes on his behalf. And he's genuinely ill. He's not even faking it. Mm. Genuinely, every time he did it. To say to the Lord, make me ill, so that I don't have to lie and I don't have to go. And he's bedridden. His device he goes, does it, and he comes back. He stays at home. Okay. So you, there's always a way out. There is always a way out. You know, God will give you the wisdom. The Holy Spirit will lead you what to do. Only thing is that uh, Daniel one 8, This is the key. The key is this. That is where it begins. The problem is people do not have strong convictions. Convictions, yes. That is the thing. Okay. Daniel 1-8 says, Daniel purposed in In his his heart, heart. I will not defile. 1-8, I will not defile myself. Okay. That is the conviction Mm. you need to have. Once you have the conviction, God will help you. When you don't have convictions, then it is like a seesaw. Some days you have conviction, some days you don't have conviction and you also get mad and angry and obnoxious and your testimony is gone. Everything is gone. Okay, you need to have very, very strong convictions with meekness and fear because you're working out your salvation with fear and trembling. What is a fear and trembling with others? I don't want to lose somebody. Yes. I should not be the stumbling reason. Block, yeah. stumbling block, especially when dealing with Gentiles. I don't want to be the reason that somebody did not believe in Jesus Christ. They need to know that I am different. One, they need to know my God is different. And that's what he gives the challenge to the eunuchs. You know what? Check us after 10 days. I believe in my God. Check after 10 days. That's how you handle it. Always trust God, but have firm yeah. convictions.
1: Pastor, should we look at question number 15? Um, This is, I think, from today's teaching. Why did Christ have to be born of a virgin? Romans chapter 1 verse 17. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because He took the sin, the iniquity and the transgression. He took it on the cross. So when we go to the cross and confess, we are forgiven. So, So is there no condemnation? Please correct me, Pastor. Also educate us on a simple message about salvation. Why
0: did Christ have to be born of a virgin? One, two sides of it. One, it was prophesied. Prophesied, It's scripture. The virgin shall bear the child. So scripture has to be fulfilled. Mm. The question is because Christ has to fulfill scripture, otherwise he is not Christ. Mm. That's why the Bible says, Paul will say in Corinthians 15, according According to scripture, according to scripture, according to scripture. The second thing, the theological aspect is, okay, he's fulfilling scripture. But why that scripture? Why that scripture? Let us go to the book of Exodus. 20. Exodus 20. Yeah, Exodus 20. And verse 4. Uh, One, one, uh, yeah. Let's read one words two onwards. Okay. God spoke all these words. Say, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. You see, ultimately, everybody ended up serving idols, Hmm. whether real or inside. Okay, we bow down, we serve them. For I am the Lord your God, I am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and the fourth generations of those who hate me. This is unending. The father's iniquity is passed to the children, the children's iniquity to their children. It's continuously going on. But remember, the iniquity is from passed from father, father to, to, children, to children, not from mother to children. Father to children. It is not passed from mother to children because that's how god looks us god father is the head of the house there it's headship over there father is the head of the house if in roshan's department there is an issue the question will go to the head and not to the clerk it goes down down this thing. so god comes to adam and asks him where are you exactly
2: mm.
0: one is a question of headship okay the second is that you You go to Leviticus, I think it's 17, Leviticus 17, and verse 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. For where is life? Life is in the, the blood. blood. So the bloodline is always traced from the father uh-huh. and not from the mother. Am I right? Yes. Dr. Richard, am I right? It's it's never from the mother. All the children's bloodline is traced from the father, not from the mother. I don't know whether I'm medically correct, but I understand the mother's blood never touches, even though the mother's, the baby is in the mother's womb, her, her blood, the umbilical cord is there, the mother's blood never touches the child. Am I right? I don't know. Partially. Partially. Okay, partially, right, okay? Mm. Basically. So you look at it, life is in the blood. Mm. And uh, the iniquity is passed. Life or death is passed through the blood. Okay? So it is the father's bloodline that is always counted. Whether it's a boy or a girl, it's the father's. It's not the mother's. Mm. That is why even in every tradition, You, even in Indian tradition, you can marry your mother's side of the Mm, family, not 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 your father's side side of the family, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Your mother's brother's daughter is your, supposedly the girl you marry. Okay. Jacob is sent to his mother's house. Mm -hmm. Mother's house. Mm. Okay. So, you need to understand that is how it works because of the bloodline. So we understand the bloodline. So iniquity is passed down the bloodline. So Jesus has to be born of a virgin. Why? Because the father cannot be man. Mm -hmm. Because all men have sinned Mm -hmm. and come short of the glory of God. So Jesus has to be born of a woman who has never known man. Okay. So how is Jesus without sin? This is where the Catholic Church went caught totally wonky by mm-hmm. creating mm-hmm. this immaculate conception. <laughs> because they understood this idea. Okay, Because they understood this idea. Mm-hmm. If Jesus is born without of without sin, then Mary has to be without, without sin. sin. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he will have sin. So they made mm-hmm. Mary also yeah. into cause Redeemer but it doesn't work like that mm-hmm. it doesn't work from the mother it works from the father so the problem is if Mary is immaculate then Mary's father and mother both have to be mm-hmm. immaculate yes. then their parents also have to be immaculate then all the time you have to have Adam did not sin to make Mary sinless you have to go all the way to Adam and make him sinless <laughs> but we know Adam sinned so God says what complicated logic my way is the best way you know what I did I am the Father. Mm. Jesus was born. That's what the angel says. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And you look at it. it's beautiful. How beautiful you are. When we understand this principle, it's how beautiful it is. When you come to Luke chapter 1, uh, one and you no know, mm. verse 35. 34, 35 Okay, Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? Basically she's saying, I'm a virgin. Mm. Okay, and I will say virgin, I'm, I'm not a man. Okay, the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you, therefore also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the son Son of of God God. and not the son of man Mm. okay yeah that's 35 stay at 35 you know what God is talking about the one who will be born of you will be holy without sin he'll be without Mm. iniquity no sin and he'll be called the son of God that is why the virgin birth is so important Mm. if it is not a virgin birth then there's always this doubt his father was man his father is not man. His father is God. And sin is tracked. Iniquity is passed on from father to children. There is no sin in him because mm. his father is holy. Therefore, he is holy. That is why salvation demands a new birth. Mm-hmm. We are born of the spirit of God. Amen. Mm-hmm. Born again of the spirit of God. And then what happens is we too are born again without sin, mm. without iniquity. We are born of flesh. Flesh gives birth to flesh. Our parents sin. We were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Mm, But we are born again without sin. Without sin. So that is why it is so important that the virgin birth is very, very important. That is how it is tracked. Mm. Virgin birth is simple. You cannot take the virgin birth out. You take the virgin birth out, Christianity collapses. These are fundamental to our faith. But immaculate conception is a false doctrine. Well, oh, there is a problem. Because one, they don't understand how iniquity is passed down. Second, if she is immaculate, to make her immaculate, <coughs> then uh, you have to make her parents immaculate. Then her parents immaculate, all the way you have to go up to Adam. Then there was no fall. Huh. Okay, so it doesn't work that way. Yes, come to the second question, second part of the question. Okay, Romans 117, I didn't get that. That part. is that, uh, it's just yes. a- uh, the just shall live by faith. Yeah, the just shall, okay. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because uh, he took the sin, the iniquity, transgression. He took it on the cross. So when we go to the cross and confess, you are forgiven. So there is no, please correct me. Yes, there is no condemnation. But to live a life of condemnation free, you have to continue to walk by faith. Mm. Basically, you are saved by faith. You have to live by by faith. faith. The only way you will live without condemnation is to live by faith, which involves repentance. The same process, repentance and confession and the blood of Jesus cleanses you of all unrighteous. That process. You go to Romans 8 and verse 1. It will tell you that is the way you live without condemnation. Not NIV. NIV has taken that off. Okay, <laughs> Therefore, there is now no condemnation. Eight, eight, one, eight, one, eight, and, 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 and yeah. 2. There, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who, who do not walk according to the flesh. If you walk according to the flesh, you are under the law.
2: Mm.
0: The law is made of the flesh. The law will always bring condemnation. But if you walk according to the Spirit... You are not under condemnation. Remember, the law is made for For the the flesh. flesh, The spirit, those who walk by the spirit are not under the law.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. So if you want to walk without condemnation, you have to walk in the spirit. How do you walk in the spirit? By faith. You hear, you believe, you obey. And when you fall, again you hear Mm -hmm. from the spirit who convicts you. You go back to the same process. Repent. The blood of Jesus confess, the blood of Jesus confess, it's all part of from hearing from the Spirit. Only not only in obedience. Also when you disobey, the way back is also the way back of the Spirit. You do it, the blood of Jesus continuously cleanses you, mm. and you walk with God, you have fellowship with one another. You know what? There is no condemnation. Mm. There is no condemnation. On the other hand, if you hear from God, and you refuse to obey Him, you'll walk into condemnation. The condemnation lies heavy on you. God says, you brought the Lord on you. I've told you the way out. You're not just doing it. That is what is happening to basically uh, Old Testament man living in the New Testament age. David is under condemnation. Everything is okay outwardly. He's living under condemnation. As soon as he repents, the condemnation is left Consequences follow, but no condemnation.
1: Yes, the next question. Actually, the same, uh, same part he says, uh, he says, when we cleanse ourselves with the blood, the word can be Psalm 51. What else do you yeah, mean Yeah, Let's the ha- have the question on there. Yes. Actually, 15 only. 15, Yeah. Please. Second part, yeah. Actually, uh, 16, we can go back to 15 again. Mm. Okay. We cleanse ourselves
0: with the blood, the word can be, can san- it be what Psalm. What else do we mean to sanctify us by the word? Explain this, please, okay. Sanctification has its own parts. Okay. Now, the blood does not work without the word. The word does not work without the spirit. Mm. Okay. The spirit looks for the word. Okay. They all work together. Let us say, let us say, you sin. You sin. What convicts you? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit use to convict you? In the word. The yeah. word. Yes. Okay. See, if let's look at a simple example how it works. Okay, Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Verse 37. When they heard this, that's the thing, mm-hmm. they heard this. They, heard the word. they hadn't heard, they would not have been cut. They, they were cut. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see, the word is the sword of the spirit. Mm-hmm. The spirit needs the sword to cut. That is the word. That's why it is called the sword of the spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay? So the first thing that comes like, let us say, this morning's message or tomorrow's message, the word of God goes forth. The spirit takes it and cuts different hearts differently, different parts of the message. Mm -hmm. Where there is no word, there is no conviction. Mm -hmm. Because the spirit will not work right from the Genesis chapter 1 onward. That is the format. So the word goes, whether you are reading, you are listening, or in a church, Mm -hmm. Whatever settings, the word comes, the spirit cuts, then you have a choice. What are you going to do? And they said, what shall we do? What shall we do? And the answer is, confess. Repent, confess. What does the blood do? The blood shall cleanse, cleanse you. you. Okay? That's what the Bible says in 1 John. You confess, the blood of Jesus shall cleanse you of all unrighteousness. So, that is how sanctification works so if you look in this sanctification all these three work together in sanctification the word of god is sanctifying mm-hmm. you yes. the, blood the blood of, of jesus, jesus is sanctified, family. the spirit of god yes. is sanctifying yes. and the bible talks about all, all three, these three. all yes. three about yes. yes. sanctification yes. but the fact of the matter is they work together absolutely they work mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. it's not one is working on its own no the word is working the spirit is working the blood is working they work together and you know what happens? You come out of condemnation. That is how it works. Yeah. The Word, without the Word, there is no conviction. Yeah. The Spirit cannot convict you, will not convict you, without the Word. So every place, you can go through the entire book of Acts, every place, every time people got saved, it is written, the, they heard. The Word of okay. God, yes. They heard. They heard. Where is it in Cornelius' house? or Every place, you will see... They heard. And when they heard, spirit convicted, one way or other, either they enraged, gnashed their teeth, or they repented. And they got
1: baptized. That's the procedure. Okay. I can go back to question number 15 again, there's a few more parts. Mm-hmm. Um, he took it on the cross. So when we go to the cross and confess, we are forgiven. So mm-hmm. there is no condemnation, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, how do we, how do we uh, use a simple message for?
0: The simple message is, the simplest, see, the, the gospel is very, very simple. The simple question is, do you want to be under the law or do you want free mercy? What do you want? God gives you the choice. You can live under the law, mm-hmm. but you need to be perfect under the law. Hmm. Perfect under the law. He says it's not that you cannot come into heaven by the, by the law. The problem is it's impossible
1: hmm. because you are
0: born as a sinner. As soon as you are born, the law condemned you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, precisely. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> you are
0: born in sin, shaped in iniquity. I <laughs> mean, the minute the baby was conceived, the law said guilty.
1: What hope does a child have? <laughs> That's the reason why even mm. after the, they didn't sin according to the similitude of Adam, mm. they still uh, have death penalty yeah. upon them. <laughs> That's the You're already
0: condemned mm. by the law. Mm. The law did not even wait. <laughs> you go to Psalm 51. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's verse 5. Words. Shaped in inequity. Yeah. Yeah. Five five, seven five, card. Five, 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 five. okay behold, was brought forth in iniquity in <laughs> sin, my mother conceived me that's it meaning conception. Lord did not even wait for delivery conception <laughs> in conception Finished. okay conception now the, the uh, pro pro-choice group should not take this and run. Okay, we are killing all the sinners. <laughs> <for> abortion. <laughs> they shouldn't run with Biden and Pelosi and Pope Francis. Shouldn't feel very happy. But <laughs> ah, now we got. Now we got one word to support abortion. Now you are wrong. Okay, that's not what it means. Okay, okay. In sin, my mother conceived me. We were born in sin. Meaning, under the law, we are already dead. Hmm. Under the law, we were already dead. Okay, so there's no hope for us. The simple gospel is there's no hope for any man. Hmm. Any man. There's no hope for any man except through Christ. Okay, that is why. That is why the difference uh, between religion and, uh, with uh, Christ. He came to save the sinners. Hmm. And the fact is that a lot of people refuse they are sinners. Yeah, exactly. They refuse they are sinners. But the fact is, they are all sinners. Everybody is a sinner. By birth, they are sinners. By thought, they are sinners. By words, they are sinners. By acts, they are sinners. The problem is, they are always comparing. Oh. Because when we were in university and all, we met very righteous people. It was so difficult. Then you have to ask them, okay, you say you are not a sinner. Let me ask you this question. Has every thought in your life been Right? Every word from your mouth being light, every act being light. Okay, then they start, no?
1: Others are also doing it. Okay, then they start. But
0: that is you go to James two ten, yes. if I'm right. Yes. If you if break right, one part of the law. Yeah, two ten. Yeah. This is the That's issue exactly. about no? whoever shall keep the whole law yet stumble in one point is guilty of all. all. Look at a um, simple example is Aryan. Aryan spent 22 days in jail over one very weird clause in the act. Did he have possession? No. Did he consume? No. Was his urine tested? No. Then, I don't know how else they would, they brought something and they locked him up. See, when they remanded him, they had not checked his phones. They send it for forensic evidence, so when they arrested him and locked him up, they cannot talk about his text. So they brought one weird kind of this thing, and they locked him up for twenty two days. I'm not saying he's not guilty that's not the point. The point is that this is the problem with the law. Mm. The only way you can escape guiltless from the law is that you have to keep the entire law. In spirit as in well. Spirit. In spirit. And in okay. Now let us tell you. Exodus 20. To mm. the righteous people. Not to the unrighteous, you are safe. To the righteous.
2: 20. Exodus 20.
0: Okay. Verse 17.
1: No, not cover Okay. 20, 17.
0: <laughs> you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. Okay, we will say I did not. Nor your male servant, his female servant, his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. My question is, did you covet your neighbor's righteousness? I want to be like him. Because to be righteous, you need to be looking up to somebody else, it's right? The reference point, yeah. point is mm. there. Did you covet else's mm. righteousness? Mm. You are guilty under the law.
2: Mhm <laughs> 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 you're guilty under the law <laughs> you're guilty under
0: the law, so you covet you're guilty under the law, so you don't have to cover it is freely given by christ mm. okay, freely given by Christ, you need to understand the gospel is very if you understand what the law is,
2: mm.
0: you will realize there is no mercy under the law. The law doesn't show mercy.
2: Hmm.
0: There's no mercy under the law. There's mercy with God. There's no mercy with the law. But the law does not have a soul. Hmm. The lawgiver has. The law does not have. The judge has. The law does not have. You are not appealing for mercy to the what? law. You are appealing mercy to the, the judge. The yes, yes. To phew. the judge. The law doesn't show any mercy. And who is a righteous judge will look and says, but the law does not allow me to let you go. That's right. That's it's calculated to condemn. It's
2: it <laughs> That's what <laughs> he says.
0: You know what I am looking. <laughs> you know? sure. So if the high court judge had to release him, released him on one particular section of the law under conditions, you are left. And if he gets into social media again, he is back in. And actually, that should be the law for all young people. If we find you your
1: <laughs> situation, <laughs> lock you, <laughs> we'll lock you up. Oh, What freedom of life is
0: Ari's <laughs> 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 bail clause should be applied to everybody under twenty. <laughs> if we have found ourselves, so we <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We'll be locked up. <laughs> the gospel is very simple the simple gospel is that you know what God in his kindness and mercy has taken our punishment the law says all have sinned Mm. and the wages of sin is death that That is for everyone born in sin and then continued in sin no hope under the law Mm. no hope under the law the only possibility Mm. is mercy why was the law given? So that we would understand sin. Hmm. That's the only purpose of the law. To hmm. understand. To restrain. The law is a restraining effect on the ungodly. Hmm. There are two ways of the law. One, it is so that we understand sin. Second, it is to restrain outwardly. Because if there is no restraining effect of the law, we would be all Cains. Hmm. You know why Cain killed Abel? There was no restraining. Because there was no restraint, there's no cops. There's no cops. Okay, law, actual law comes into effect after Noah's flood. God says, he who kills shall be killed. Law comes in. Why are there no murderers on earth or in the city? It's because of the law. But But there is is no law. As soon as there is law and order breaks down, what happens? Looting, thievery, and murder. Why does it happen? Meaning, why didn't they do it before? Because the law and order did not break down. As simple as that, as the law and order did not break down, there was no stealing and no, it was already inside.
2: Hmm.
0: It was inside. The only thing that restrained them is the law. The minute law was out of the picture, you know what happened? You know, we should be grateful. Whether they are corrupt or not, we should be grateful for those khaki clad people. (laughs) Because they are around, people are not doing anything. They are not doing anything. Where they are missing, things will happen. That is why it it talks about darkness. It's in the cover of darkness, evil happens. What happened In darkness, you cannot see. Mm. You cannot see. Much (coughs) crime takes place under darkness. Okay, so that's what it's talking about. Under the law, we have no hope. We have no hope. The gospel is very, very simple. Come to Christ. Accept and receive free forgiveness and have a new life. The only possibility is a new birth. New birth. Religion cannot save you. It's a new birth that serves you. Because the old man was born in sin, the new man is born sinless. Mm. That's why the Bible says in 1 John, he who is born of God cannot sin. Chapter 3. What's it? (coughs)
1: 3.8 3.8 On yeah,
0: yeah. Whoever has been born of God does not sin for his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of God Alleluia. what does that mean go to James one eighteen, mm-hmm. and then 1 Peter 23 one twenty three. his own will he brought us out by the word of truth however we born by the word of truth 1 Peter 1.23 Having been born again not of corruptible seed. What is corruptible seed? The sin of iniquity. Mm. The seed of iniquity. We were not born of seed of iniquity but the incorruptible seed. The seed that is the word of God which lives and abides forever. Mm. We are born again of God by Christ the spirit of God himself. There is no sin in that. There is no sin. That's what he was telling Nicodemus a righteous man in his generation but not worthy to enter the kingdom of God. Righteous man, very good man, righteous man, Hmm. teacher of the law, part of the Sanhedrin. Jesus says, you know what, I will tell you, unless you are born again of water and spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. The water there is not the water of baptism necessarily, though it's a part of it, but it is the word of God. You cannot enter. So the gospel is very simple that way. You want to go by the law? You cannot. You are already condemned under the law. By birth, you are condemned. Mm -hmm. Then by works, you are condemned. There's no way. So what is the way out? The only way out, it is through Christ. Mm. No other way. And a new
1: birth. Yes. Pastor, there's another question related to birth. It's question number 17, the new birth again. Mm -hmm. Uh, In one of your recent sermons last week, uh, you made a statement that receiving Mm -hmm. forgiveness from sins Mm -hmm. and being saved are completely two different things. Mm You said there are a lot of people in the church who have received forgiveness for their sins, but still are completely unaware that they are not saved. Mm. I did not understand it. I mean, I understand it, that it is how it is. it was in the Old Testament. But it is not in the New Testament, right? I know the gospel has two parts, forgiveness from sins and deliverance from the dominion of sin. Okay, Acts 20, 21. <coughs> and then Hebrews 6, 1. Okay.
0: Twenty one, twenty one, twenty twenty one. Testifying to Jews and also to Greeks, repentance towards God—that is part one. Faith Faith towards towards our Lord Lord Jesus Christ—that is part part two. Repentance towards God is forgiveness of your sins, Mm -hmm. but doesn't mean you're born again. Mm -hmm. For born again, you need to put your faith Faith in in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Two parts. Two parts of it. Okay, that is the full gospel. Mm -hmm. The full gospel has two parts. One is repentance towards God from all your dead works. Hebrews 6, 1, tell you the same. The procedure is always the same thing. Okay. Therefore, leaving the elementary principles that has gone to perfection. What is the foundation? Repentance from mm-hmm. dead works. That is towards God. All have sinned mm-hmm. against God. Mm-hmm. The Father, we are looking at the head of mm-hmm. the Trinity against God. And of faith it's towards the God, God, the work of God in Christ. So you can ask for forgiveness for sins and God forgives you. But you don't put faith in the atonement of Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In the Old Testament also it is there. every time people repented, God forgave them. Mm-hmm. Ahab repented, he forgave them. But did he put faith in God? Mm-hmm. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't put faith in God. No, That is the second part. So you can repent you can be, but you're not putting faith in Christ. I'm no longer putting trust in my works anymore. I will only put my trust entirely in the work of Jesus Christ. Now onwards, I will live that life by faith. That is salvation. So salvation has two parts. Both are important. First is repentance. Because you cannot be saved unless you have forgiveness. But forgiveness alone is not enough. You need to put faith in the work of God.
2: Mm. Because in
0: every religion there is forgiveness. There is forgiveness in the under the law there is forgiveness, but they don't put faith. That is why when the Bible talks about faith, even in the Old Testament, if you go to Hebrews chapter eleven, it begins with Abel by faith. Oh. Why did Abel offer to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained the witness he was righteous? righteous. How did he become righteous? Exactly. How Mm. did he become righteous? Because he was believing in the substitutionary death of Jesus Christ. Christ. And Cain refused it. Mm. Cain refused it. Cain refused that. I, I don't want that Christ work in my life. Abel was by faith accepting the substitutionary death of Christ in his place and God considered him righteous. Right from the beginning of the fall there was only one way man could come back to God by believing in the way of Christ and that was the blood because life was in the blood and life of the Lamb. So Jesus is called the Passover Lamb. So in the Old Covenant you have the shadow. In the New Covenant you have the substance. But both were saved. If you were saved in the Old Covenant, you had to believe in the blood. That the blood set you free. The sacrifice of somebody else is what is setting you free. There was no other way. Cain is the beginning of religion. Mm. The religion of works. Faith begins with Abel. Works begins with, religion begins with Cain. What is he putting trust in? He's trusting in his works. And God is telling him to repent. He refuses to repent. Hmm. Repent from your dead works. Dead works. They are not bad works. They are dead works. Hmm. What Cain brought was excellent. Hmm. It was good. But it was did not meet God's righteous requirements. Much of the works of every religion Hmm. was good. But the problem is it does not meet God's requirement. It does not meet God's requirement. Okay. That is the difference. So when I mentioned in last message, I'm glad people listening online are picking up every, because as soon as I said it, I knew this question would come back. Okay. The thing is that yes, there is repentance from dead works. Okay. Repentance, that is mercy and faith towards Christ, the work of Christ on the cross. When both of these things comes, okay, now let's go to that again what Jesus talks. Go to Mark chapter 16. I think it's verse 15. Mark 16. Yeah. 16. 16. He said to the Akud, go into the whole world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized, will be saved. What does he believe? The gospel. Hmm. Repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the gospel. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned, even Hmm. if he is baptized. The gospel. A lot of people have got baptized. I was baptized when I was eight days old, and I was condemned
2: Hmm.
0: with that baptism. If I hadn't encountered God later, I would have ended up in hell. Baptism wouldn't have saved because I never believed. That's why we do not believe and the Bible does not accept infant baptism. The child has never believed. He was already born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Hmm. Okay, born in sin. So there's no baptism for the child. Dedication is there by faith that this child will one day get to know God. Okay, and that's Samuel's picture we have in the Old Covenant. So that's where we need to understand so when the Bible talks about salvation, it has a whole picture. There are two parts to it. And after that comes the others. The baptism. Baptism does not save you from your sin.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It does not. It's an outward symbol of something that has already taken place inside. So baptism is for others. It's not primarily for you. Like Roshan, all of us, when we got married, did we get married for our wife or for the people? Mm. For the people tomorrow when I go with this girl, don't tell who is this, your girlfriend. No, Papa, my man, you weren't there at the wedding. <laughs>
2: hmm?
0: Wedding, that ceremony is for the people, it is not for you. Hmm. So you are legit before the society. Okay. There was no marriage certificate in the old days because nobody needed that. Marriage certificate came in because of government re- regulations for a passport, veneration card, all that you need. Paperwork. So marriage certificate is a paperwork. Earlier you only ex- exchanged your vows. Okay. So marriage is a public ceremony of something that has, when was Rebecca married to, to Isaac? The minute she said I will go. She's already his. She's already his. In her heart, she's already separated. When did it happen? When she reached and the ceremony took place. Mm. So in the heart, the minute she said, Stay, she said, I will go. When? Tomorrow. She's already his. The practical, the actual physical event takes place later. So in the same way, when a man and a woman decide we are going to get married, and the date is fixed, they are already married in their heart. Mm. But the actual thing takes place. So in the same way when you believed, you were saved. For the publicly, it is when you got baptized. Mm. It's a public ceremony of something that has taken place inwardly. Okay, so that's how it works. That's how it works. So baptism is an outward ceremony. So there there are um, a, um, what you call elementary doctrines. Mm. Repentance from dead works, Hebrews 6 1, faith towards God, then doctrine of mm. baptism. Baptisms. Laying of, okay, laying of hands, resurrection of the dead, eternal, eternal judgment. judgment. Under these six basic headings comes everything of Christianity. Mm. Under each of this will come all of Christianity. Mm. These are the six major headings. Repentance from dead works, continue all your life. Face towards God. Continue all your life. Doctrine of baptisms, you will undergo different, different baptisms you will undergo. You will have to reckon yourself dead, live in the light of your baptism every day. Like you have to live in the light of your wedding day every day. Mm. You have to live in the light of your baptism every day. The baptism of water, the baptism of the Spirit. Continuously be filled with the Holy Spirit, not one time. And be ready for the baptism of the martyrdom if God calls you. So there is a doctrine in the light of which you live all your life, laying of hands. You will want the laying of hands as you go in because you will always encounter somebody who is more holier, more filled with the Holy Spirit and you will bend your head and say, would you live I have reached the end of my life. You know, my ministry is not progressing. Maybe I will you I can receive a gift which will help me further. So laying of hands continues. Okay, and then what's this thing? Resurrection of the dead. (laughs) You are waiting for it. What resurrection, Lord? How will I be in the resurrection? And eternal judgment. So under this six will come every other teaching. Yes. Every this is the main headings. Mm -hmm. Okay, under this will come everything. So you have to look at it and
1: post-salvation you learn this. Yes, Pastor B.J. Again, uh, Pastor, I think we should have one last question. Okay. And I'm just looking at one practical question maybe you should look at and then we can look at the other questions later on. Uh, I'm, this is question number 20. Uh, I didn't want to, <laughs> I'm a student and before I got saved I was preparing for city and I wanted to flee India as soon as possible. But then I got saved and found a local church where God has put me. But now I have uh, I have to apply for colleges or appear for the competitive exams. But the thing is, I don't want to walk by sight and choose my career or college or major as Lord did. Many great men of God heard from God and chose their colleges. How can I hear from God about this? I think the person asked that. 19 also was a question. I think it was part of it. No, Pastor, it was a a different question. The will will comes. We said we
0: have been given a specific amount of time to complete the specific will of God in our life. That's our lifespan. Okay. Nobody knows their lifespan, but that is the time God has given you. The question is, how do we know what is the specific will of God? Earlier you told us that the one who knows the general will of God and does it, God will reveal the specific will to him, but I just can't see it in my life. So how can I know the specific will of God for my life? You know what? Uh, General will of God. Okay, when you have to find the general, first you have to find the general will of God. And that is the whole Bible. The general will of God. This is the will of God. What we need to do to get into the general will of God is Romans 12, 1 and 2. That is where you reach to that specific will of God. Usually what happens, you do not discover the specific will of God. The specific will of God discovers you. Mm. It discovers you. You don't discover it. Mm. It discovers you as you are obedient. Mm-hmm. Okay? As you are obedient. Let's look at simple, well-known example. First Samuel chapter 3. Chapter 3. Uh-huh. Words 1 onwards. 1 to 7. Now the boy Samuel minister to the Lord before Eli. Who is Eli? General will of God. Who is the Lord? Specific will of God. Mm. But he doesn't know the specific will of God.
2: Mm.
0: He doesn't know the specific will of God. He's living in the general will of God. Earlier his mother was the general will of God. My father and mother. Now it is Eli, mm. The general will of God. And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. It came to pass at that time when Eli was lying down in his place and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down. The Lord called Samuel. Specific will is coming. He answered, Here I am. He ran to Eli, But he does not know the specific will of God, because he never heard God speak to him. So he ran to the general will of God. Mm -hmm. Here I am, for you call me. And he said, I did not call. Lie down again. And he went and laid up. Second, the Lord called him at again. When the specific will of God, it will not escape you. It will find you. You don't escape the specific will of God. It will find you. You don't find it, it finds you. Came a second time. Here I am, for you call me, he answered. I did not call my son. Lie down. Verse 7. Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. It's being revealed to him now. Specific will of God is coming. You know why it was revealed to him? Because he had walked in his understanding, his knowledge, his capacity, in his age, young boy, in the general will of God. Okay? To children, usually general will of God is revealed by God through parents godly parents, sometimes even ungodly parents. God reveals the general obey, obey your parents. It's a general statement. The Bible doesn't say obey your parents who are very godly. It just says obey your parents. To children it is said. So the specific call of God is answered to David who is obeying the general will of God. Right? He's in his father's wilderness taking care of his father's sheep. Fathership. He doesn't ask any of these things. He goes, takes and he's called. The will of God discovers him. Then again, he goes back from the palace to take care of the sheep and the father calls him. The father doesn't think about his anointing much so that he can play the harpy. They're not bothered about any of these things. Some fathers are like that. They never see anything spiritual in their children. They're blind to it. What is this boy good for taking care of sheep? The prophet has come to the house. The prophet has picked him among all your sons. The king has called. The news is there. The boy plays the guitar. Deliverance day. Nothing moves that father. Okay? So don't worry. Because the father is like that, the specific will of God is not going to miss you Mm. as long as you're obedient to the will of God. Amen. Mm. The father says, your brothers are at battle. Why don't you take some cheese and bread and go to the commander check how it is. And he goes obeying the general will of God and the specific will of God. finds him, finds him there. Mm, yes. It finds him there. Mm. And people do not realize, a lot of people run away from the general will of God as children. Their duties in the home, whether you are young or old, husband, whatever, father, whatever, your duties at home, your duties at your workplace, your duties at church. Don't realize this is the general will of God and God is watching.
2: Yeah.
0: And they, oh, oh, this drifting and drifting and drifting. Lord, what is your will for me? God said, I'm watching you. Mm-hmm. You're not doing the simple things I told you. But you didn't tell, him, but didn't you? In your home, don't you know what your duties are? Office, don't you know what your duties are? Right? In your church, weren't you told what you were supposed to do? Have you kept the general will of God? No. You're waiting for the specific It will never come. It is there. The will of God is there. You will never discover it. You will never discover it. And that is what people need to realize. Okay. Never look at the other person. When it comes to the general will of God, whether you're a man or a woman whether you're a husband or a wife whether you're a father or a mother whether you're a child or a parent it doesn't matter never look at the other person you have to look at the general this is the will of God for me and I will do it whether I'm appreciated or not Mm. whether he understands me or not I know this is the will of God for me you do it the specific will of God will discover Amen. Mm. God is looking for somebody emotions have no place in this it is just an act of will Mm. you know what I am going to do this because this is what God wants me to do. You do it, the will of God will discover. It. Hmm. That is how you so when it comes to college and all, don't worry. See, until the specific will of God discovers you, it does not matter, matter. what course you do. Exactly. I did literature, he did engineering. It didn't it didn't spoil the specific will of God. Yeah. It does not matter. It does not matter. Okay, if you, you cannot wait saying, okay, I'm not applying this year because I've been on, no, go ahead, apply.
2: Yeah.
0: Whatever you are inclined towards, I was inclined towards literature, he was inclined towards math, so we, but now when we are at the behind that pulpit, his math helps him, my English helps me. Our illustrations come from our background and people understand from both. It is not a hindrance. It's not a hindrance. It's not a stumbling block. It is not. God uses each of the, each of the apostles or the ones who wrote scripture are different. Mm-hmm. No, Paul's intelligence did not uh, complicate scripture. Peter, being an unlearned man, fisherman, did not complicate scripture. God them. used them both, John mm-hmm. and Peter. No? God used all of them to write scripture. So our background does not matter. Until the specific will of God, we discover it, do the general of God, will of God to your best ability. So yeah. if you have to appear for a college, what is, what is that you like? Because whatever you do, you must, at the end of the day, you yeah, must right. enjoy. It. Yes, yes. No? I would have been miserable if I did engineering. That is what I actually applied first for under force from the family. He would have been miserable if God, his father had put him for BA English. Not now. Now you would enjoy it.
2: Mm-hmm. Then.
0: Now it's a different. He has read and read and read and read after he became a pastor. He's been reading, reading, reading. You'll be able to understand literature better through the eyes of the Bible. Now it is you're talking about then, mm-hmm. when you're seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. He would have hated, <laughs> <I> hated Telugu. <laughs> he hated language. He hated everything. <laughs> but we on the other hand it was different. I hated map. <laughs> Okay, so we need to realise that. Okay. <laughs> so whatever you are now, whatever because you are at that age when you're going to do undergraduation matters. That was, yeah, okay, up to twelve it is general will of God. <laughs> 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 okay. All subjects are there. The general. Yeah. After that, your career, your life diverges. Each one goes a different way. Okay? So at that time, look at what you like.
2: Mm.
0: What you are let us say. God has naturally inclined you mm. towards okay? inclined you towards which comes to let us say, which comes to you with least effort. Mm. Like when you're talking about time and energy and all, no? we bring physics the over there, you have only so much time, and so much energy. <laughs> and what can you do to the best? Of your ability. You see, this is the way your mind is inclined. Do it. Do it as long as it is good and righteous. Do it. Advice I will give to young people today is don't take humanities. Wow. Because the system is warped. Hmm. Our days, humanities was good because it was old literature written by godly men, generally righteous men. Well, any religious people who wrote, they were generally righteous men. So literature was good. Today it is written by people with reprobate minds. Reprobates write it. Wow literally reprobates, right? So don't look at the newspaper and look at this literary column. They're all reprobates. Most of them are reprobates. They believe in all the abominable, the, what God calls an abomination. They sanction it and they write and they mess up the minds of young people. So as far as possible, do not go for humanities. Don't go for humanities. Science is safer. Wherever any kind of philosophy comes in, avoid it, like yeah. plague. Because there are theories, even linguistics parts of linguistics are very dangerous today, so be very very careful simple science is safe deconstruction, deconstruction. okay deconstruction yeah. okay science yeah. is safe um commerce is safe, economics is safe, these are all safe subjects management these are all safe subjects go into that stay out of humanities and say stay out of. Certain parts of fine arts film making arts painting all all reprobates, all reprobates you can look at them, they were all reprobates, okay, stay out of it because you cannot find a the problem is not the subject, the problem is finding a person who is kosher who will teach that subject without messing your mind up. The problem is with the teachers and the syllabus that is prescribed to you. You cannot choose. They choose for you. And they brainwash you. Look at, look at US. How did US become what it is? It's a humanities. The universities have messed them up. The young people have been messed up. So, pick your career. Pick a safe career. <sighs> pick a safe career. And I'm telling you, as you are faithful to the will of God, three places. Your work, your home begins with home. Your church, your workplace. These three places you walk in the general will of God. Try to be the, the best you can you. be. Mm. The specific will of Amen. God will come to you. That is so true. Mm. And then you will, you will be, you will Alleluia. discover, it will discover you. Hallelujah. It will discover you. And then ask God, Lord help me to be the best. I want to finish my race, finish
1: my work in this. Actually, yeah. ending on the filmmaking note, they say that the character finds the hero and not the hero, the character. We
0: have filmmakers midst, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a crazy world. Honestly, it's, it's a crazy <laughs> world. It's not like old days and all. It's gone crazy. Absolutely crazy. But the demonic has come in with full flow into every area. Hmm. Where we thought the demonic, you want excel. You want excel. And given free. See, I will, I will tell you the truth about it, about religion. There was always an occult side of religion. But it was not easy. It was not easy. If you are a Hindu, Pujari, or a Muslim, this thing, or whatever, to get something from the other side was very difficult. Very, very difficult. Meaning... The amount of years of training and the mantras and everything you have to learn and how to use it. It was very difficult to get it. But now it has become very easy. It is called the lodge. Very easy. It doesn't matter what religion is. They are all the same in the lodge. It is very easy. You need blood. You need to be willing to do anything. They say the demons will come and give you power. It is very easy. You don't need anything. You don't need anything. You don't need to. So, it was not that the sorcery wasn't there in religion earlier. You went to be a Muslim, tantric. It took, it's not easy. Every one of them don't have those powers. So, they have to go through that whole process. It is very difficult. Now, all these people come to the Lord. They realize, why did I go through this? so easy over here. Blood, sex, orgies, drugs, everything that the enemy does, you're willing to do it over there. You can call the demons. The demons come over there, drink blood. And... Uh, do what he ruins the entire <coughs> gospel. He will give you power, but you are a slave for life, tormented day and night. Mm. You are finished unless Christ comes and rescues you. You are finished. But it is easy, and young and old are f- mm. falling prey to it. So you see, great professors, great musicians. Great artists, great politicians, you know what? There's nothing great about them. Behind them is a power that is not kosher. It's not kosher. That is why they so clearly deny Christ. Because they have no way they can come out unless they call upon the name of Christ. So there is this other side. That's why I say stay safe. Don't go into it. When you join a university, if you're ever called into any secret fraternities
1: yeah. and all, never go. Now it's become the norm. You have to warn them personally. It has yeah. become the norm now. It has, it has become, become the norm. norm. Never go. Mm. Go to college, study, leave. Yep. As soon
0: as the bell rings, take your bike or take your bus, get out of the campus. Don't go stay in those campuses mm-hmm. because campuses have become very dangerous places mm-hmm. where you are invited. They cast them young. They cast them young. Same. Carry your own water bottle. Don't drink anything from outside because they mix things in outside to make you an addict. Take your own food from home. As far as possible, don't eat from the shops nearby because even ice creams have been drugged near the universities, even abroad. Everything is to buy your body, buy your soul. Stay safe. Take your water, take your food from home, finish your work, leave. Leave. Don't stay there. Campuses have become Dangerous places, very, very dangerous place. I have seen in my life innocent kids coming from the countryside and within weeks absolutely messed up, gone. And they are still gone. If we are all safe, it's because God in his mercy. When we look at the we realize I believe in predestination. He predestined that we should not be destroyed. Otherwise, we would have been destroyed in those places. God Baham. saved us, protected us, and kept us. I imagine we are living. That's what the Bible says through the Holy Spirit and through Paul, that in the last days, it will be perilous times. Like we have said before, the only other time that word perilous is used in Greek is with the man at gatherings. Fierce times. Fierce. That man who was chained and broke the chains and cut himself in there, walking among the dead bodies, the same word is used in these two plays. In the last days, there will be fierce times. Why? It will be demonic. And Jesus says it will be like the days of Noah, when the demonic and the humans come together. And the church, the believing church, has to walk a very, very narrow line. Make your choices, what are you going to see? What are you going to watch? What are you going to buy? What are you going to eat? What are you going to drink? Stay safe. There's nothing safe. That's why the Bible says, everything received with thanksgiving, because the prayer of faith sanctifies it. it. Even if you're buying something from outside before eating, pray by faith that it is sanctified. Mm. It doesn't harm your body, because we have a wicked, wicked world outside there. That's why the promise is given to those who believe. Even if you take poison, it will not harm you. The question is, where did this poison come from? Jesus is not talking to his age. He's talking for all ages. Where is this poison coming from? Meaning you will be deliberately be poisoned.
2: (laughs) Canaanites will.
0: That's why the Bible says no Canaanite will enter into my presence because a Canaanite is a merchant. He's a trafficker of the bodies and the souls of men. In the whole world, commerce is built on trafficking of human bodies and souls. Whatever FD regulations you want to talk about, it is on traffic because it is based on profit. Your body, your soul. So God says, I have a way out for my children. Receive it with thanksgiving. It will be sanctified to believe it. Even if you take poison, it will not harm you. That's where faith comes. Hmm. That's how we navigate this life. Only way of navigation, God says, is a walk of faith and faith alone.
1: Amen. Amen. We shall pray.
0: Father, we just thank Thank you. We praise you, Lord. Thank you for this, dear. As we read, study, meditate, here, we understand how great this salvation is. You have covered every area of our life, Mm -hmm. every eventuality we may meet in life. Everything has been covered in this salvation. And how will we escape if we neglect such a great salvation, Lord? Oh, Father, help us, Lord, that we never neglect. We are focused to this, of coming to you over and over. you never tired of seeing our faces. We will keep coming over and over and over until you save us to the uttermost. We do not want to waste anything of this great salvation. We want to be saved to the uttermost, Lord. Thank you, Father. Commit all your dear ones around the world, the young ones, all of them, so many saved. We couldn't answer all the questions, but I pray, Father, through the answers, some of their unanswered questions would have been answered. Mm-hmm. or you are able to speak to everyone, Lord. Touch them, heal them, comfort the broken-hearted, heal the sick in the body, and give strength to those who are weak, Lord. For we know, Lord, our redemption is near. Thank you, Father. Thank you. If you tarry to to come tonight, you give us another day. Help us to be in your house tomorrow, Lord, and worship you. Glorify you, Lord. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.